Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Celtics win in double overtime, 198, and Ray Allen's return and Ronda's farewell for the season. This is the Garner Report, Celtics blog, and CLNS Radio. This is the Garner Report. My name is Jared White. With me, Jeffrey Kulbaugh from NBA on NBC Radio. And here's the Garner for Celtics blog. Very fun. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter edition of the Garter Report. Uh, we're on iTunes. If a lot of you are listening on the podcast on iTunes. We also are shooting this in video with us sitting on the court right now. It looks fantastic yep. right now. Geffen's got a funky tie on. Jimmy's got a nice and subtle tie on. And, yeah, I got the flashy tie, I guess, from the bunch. Uh, so check us out on the YouTube page for SB Nation's Celtics blog, and of course on CLNS Radio and Celtics blog where you can get the video. Uh, we're going to go through the return of Ray Allen and the farewell for the season of Rajon Rondo, who tore his ACL in the Atlanta game uh, Friday. And uh, it was a pretty subtle tearing of the ACL as far as we're concerned. It's really hard to pinpoint where exactly in the, that Atlanta game that it happened. It was uh, late in the fourth. Yeah, it, was, it looked like it might have been late in the fourth. Like also, exactly, it could have happened in a double overtime. But there are a lot, a lot of instances yeah, we can I mean, take I'm it sure out. he made it worse by playing. Exactly. Regardless, he's hurt. Yeah, he's yeah. Gone. Regardless, he's out for the season right now. Uh, no timetable has been set for his return, but it's uh, Doc pretty much said it's going to be next year. So the Celtics are going to try to move on from this game. They definitely have a lot of, uh, I guess, positive vibes we could go with that we're going to try to sound like hippies coming from this game because it was an incredible battle. Uh, LeBron James hitting the three to send it to overtime. Then they end up going to a double overtime, and they finally pull it out. Uh, Geffen... Rondo is out for this team. They've still managed to hold on to this game, but how, how does it look really for the rest of the season? Well, it certainly was a roller coaster today because, just like you said, you lose Rondo midway through the game, team doesn't know it, and then they pull out this great win that if Rondo hadn't gone, people would say Celtics are right back on track. Sure. Yeah. And it's, it's been an up-and-down season all the way, but I don't see how you can say the Celtics have a better outlook with Rondo gone, although they've had moments where they played well without him. Today's game was an example of that, but they've never really had a long stretch of games without him. This is going to be the test. Yeah, I agree with what you said. I mean, if, if you're the Celtics, you're obviously not happy with the news. Either. I mean, yeah, you won today, but that doesn't make you a better team because of that. So I think that, you know, they're going to – Doc's going to go back to the drawing board. He's going to have to think of completely different ways to – Fix this team. So we'll see. What are you looking at, dude? Well, there's so many people walking behind the. I'm trying to talk to you, and you're looking back. There's so many people walking through our shot right now. They're trying to sweep this place up. Uh, You know, fine. We're on the court, so. But you know what? Uh, 
they did win today because they had the guy step up that they needed to step up. Jeff Green was flying all over the place. He had 11 points. Uh, Jason Terry, he didn't shoot very well, but he did hit the clutch right. shot when they needed to. But Paul really came through when he needed to, and Kevin was the guy that really carried the team today. Do you think this offense, Captain, can really go forward with Paul and Kevin being the focal points of it and not having Rondo to really coordinate the whole thing? Well, it's had its moments, and the one thing about Paul Pierce, as you look today, by his triple-double, he's a point forward. Yeah. He's a guy that can run the team when you need to. Can he do it over this long stretch and still score? That remains to be seen. I think they can still be competitive because, again, the Eastern Conference is terrible. Yeah, I mean, they, they can be competitive. I think that they were uh, end of, you know, 6th, 7th, and 8th seed before Rondo went down, and I still think that they, they can play because they were underreporting with Rondo on the team. So if they stepped it up in certain ways, I think that they would be able to play, you know, better basketball, yeah. even though he's on the team. Like, like Doc said, guys from within are going to have to step up, guys like Courtney Lee and Jeff Green. Two guys who I thought had great, you know, pretty great games today, especially Green down the stretch. And I thought uh, Lee starting looks fine with, with Bradley. Now, they don't have a point guard. Yeah. I mean, Barbosa is not a true point guard. They don't have a point guard. So that's going to be the first thing that Ainge is going to have to get on the horn about is bringing in, a, bringing in a point guard, whether it's a free agent right now. I know there's Derek Fisher, there's Mike Bibby, there's Earl Boinkins. I mean, there's not great options out there as free agents. But I mean, if, whether it's making a smaller trade, I know they have two open roster spots, so they do have things that they can do. They don't have to necessarily blow the team up just because Rondo's are Obviously, it makes it harder to win, obviously. I mean, they're, they're run through Rondo. They have to change the way they do everything without Rondo because he, as we always say, the Celtics go as Roger and Rondo go. So now, I mean, where are they going to go now without him? Well, that remains to be seen. But Doc certainly, as he said, he's not just about to, he's not going to just give Danny Ainge the okay to throw on the towel and, and to blow it up. Uh, they have a, a talented roster with or without Rondo. There are players on this team that have been underperforming, and maybe it's going to take something like this to get them into gear in other ways. You just said it, Doc Rivers said it after the game, you can write the obituary, I'm not. So he's not ready to quit. They're not ready to quit. You can tell that. The thing is, though, Ainge has to be ready to not write the obituary because Doc Rivers can say whatever he wants. I expect him to say that. I don't expect him to say, well, that's it for us. But if Danny Ainge isn't thinking that way, then there's, you know, there's no, it doesn't matter what Rivers thinks. They have to be on the same page. And I think, I don't think Ainge, this is, I don't, some people think that Ainge is already on the phone trying to trade Pierce. I don't think so. I think that he's going to obviously see what's out there because that's what he always does. Um, and I, I do think that maybe his frame of mind is a little different now without Rondo. Maybe he's thinking more future than short term. But at the end of the day, they have talent. Like you said, the East is bad. Um, they, they beat the Heat today. I mean, if that's the eighth, if they're the eighth seed and they're playing the Heat in the first round, do you think the Heat are happy with that first round matchup? Because I don't, I, I don't think so at all. That would be a fun series, a long okay. series. There's no way that's a four game series. It almost seems like they're destined to play each other at some point, whether it's the first round or the second. I mean, we'll see. But. The Celtics proved to themselves they beat the Knicks without Rondo. They beat the Heat today without Rondo. Who are your top two teams in the East right now? The Heat and the Knicks. So they, they've proven to themselves that they can beat teams without Rondo. So let's see how long or how much that actually matters. And we alluded to it. Uh, these guys will take a look at the tape. They say that they're not going anywhere. They're not ready yeah. to throw in the towel. Let's hear from Doc and the team. We're exactly. not going anywhere either. Yep, we're, we're not going to take it. Unless they kick it off. Well, you can write the obituary. I'm not. You know, that's, you can go ahead, but I'm not. Um, we won tonight, and so the way I look at it is, we're gonna keep, we're gonna stay in there. We're going, in my opinion, we're going nowhere. Listen, uh, I mean, the news and, and what happened is definitely negative, and uh, it's a setback for us. But then the good thing about it is, 
that we'll, we'll still build as a team. We can still play more games and we can still go out there and still try to make the playoffs and try to go far in the playoffs. And, uh, I mean, I know Rondo, I mean, he's a good kid. He's a good grown man now. But uh, he's definitely going to be at home cheering for us when he's not with us. And when he's here, he's going to be one of the loudest. So, like I said, he's still a part of the team. Like I so said, we just got to come together and keep pushing. You know, it's sad that Rondo got hurt. Yeah, got hurt from it. Um, kind of brought our spirits down after a win like this today. But all we can do is um, continue to grind. That's what kind of team we are and play as hard as we can. Come as a shock to you guys? Definitely. Uh, Rondo was going to try to play today, uh, which was it's crazy to know that he was going to try to play and have that injury. You want to celebrate the win, but you know you feel for your teammate or the leader. Pretty much as he go, we go. He's been having a hell of a year. He's our leader, and it hurt. It's tough to hear that news. You know, when a top player goes down, but you know we got to be there for him. Um, and we just gotta, you know, continue, continue to build off today. Um, I mean, the season goes on. And, um, everybody collectively just gotta step up. Uh, yeah, it was a bit of a blow to everybody in here, me included. Man, that's to say, it's tough. You know, we had a tough game. Came in. They told us when we came in the locker room. It's tough. It's tough on everybody. You know, you know, younger. You know, he's becoming the heart and soul of this team. You know, he's coming to his own. And then, um, you know, that's some bumps in the road. But, you know, we're just trying to be supportive for him. Uh, and be you know, any type of supportive uh, cast that we can be for him in this time of need. What was it about? So, Rondo is out. They're ready to move on. Just quickly, this backcourt, how do they run their sets, Gavin? Do they kind of try to reinvent their offense? I know Doc doesn't really know at this point exactly what they're going to do, but do you think Avery and Terry can try to run some of the sets that they currently do with Rondo? Well, I don't really see many other options. I mean, you can run some things through Paul Pierce, but you you are going to want to run something through those two guys, whether it be Terry or Bradley. I would assume Doc would rather have Bradley running things as, you know, Terry is better used coming off a screen, taking a three, but... That, that will be the question, and that will be the discussion for the next few days unless Danny makes a surprise move right now. Yeah, I mean, we, we talk about Rondo and, like, his athletic ability and all, all his skill, but he also is a very smart basketball player. Yeah. And I think what it does – now, and I just kind of – I asked Doc this question, like, a week or two ago when Rondo fouled out. I said, you know, you kind of had to play point guard because he was calling timeouts after every play, essentially, because he needed to drop the play because Rondo's not out there. And I said, you know, are you running the same plays or are you running different plays that without Rondo? He said – by this point in the season, everybody knows the plays. So they're going to run the same plays with or without Rondo. I do think Doc's going to have to get creative now and come up with a couple other different ways because when you don't have Rondo for the rest of the season, it's obviously different than the last three minutes of a game after he fouls out. But, you know, they're going to need a point guard, like you said. They've got to bring in a point guard, and he's got to get up to speed with what the Celtics do and how they do it. Now that's going to be hard because when you're a point guard, you really got to know everything that's going on with the team more than any other player. So that's going to be tough, but I, I I think that with Bradley, with Lee, with Terry, I mean those are three. Barbosa even. Barbosa, yeah. Barbosa. Absolutely. He's really getting into the mix now. Mm. Right. I mean those four guys are capable of taking on bigger roles, and I think that's what what Doc said earlier. You know, guys are going to have to find it within themselves to do more than what they've done. And those four guys at the guard spot, we talked about how deep the Celtics were at the guard position. They're still there's, and this is really going to help them out. It's good that they didn't trade some of their guards because they really need them. You know what? Rondo might be out, but Chris Wilcox is back. 
So the key. And the so the, the, the roster is getting refilled. Want to know with the Exactly. So Chris Wilcox undefeated in 2013. Or I guess. <laughs> Maybe you missed a game or two, or played a game or two. But you know what? Let's actually stop looking forward and look back on today's game. Ray Allen returns to the Garden. This was supposed to be pretty much the entire show. This was the story. Amazing. For like three months. You never know what the story's going to be. Never. Because we came into today thinking, oh, get Ray. I got tons of pictures of Ray before the game. Ray, Ray, Ray. And then right before game time, a little little bit of concern about Rondo. And then everything blew up during halftime pretty much. Thank you, Twitter. Yeah. Thank you, Twitter. And and honestly, Ray just became kind of a side note today. I mean, he had a great game. He's had a great season for the Heat. Uh, 20, 38 minutes today, is that what I saw? 21 points? 38 minutes today, he played the entire fourth quarter in both overtimes. 20, 21 points, and that's 10 points above his average. One of those threes there was that set up uh, their chance to actually send it to yeah, overtime. He, he missed some crucial Yeah, let's talk about that. But he did hit, he hit the three that put him within reach. Right. And then LeBron, he misses the corner three again, which was a really tough shot because he sure. was kind of stepping back. He had a guy in his face. Quick. That was a real hard one. Uh, but they amazingly, it was a Bosch that got the offensive rebound on that play. Somebody got the offensive rebound on that Somebody play. And, it was, and we were thinking, oh, God, they're going to be able to get at least a two-point play, if not a three-point play. LeBron dribbles it out. He nails an unbelievable three. And then Pierce actually was able to get all the way down there and get a chance to yeah. actually win the game there with that uh, drive. But it goes off of him, and Terry kind of gets a mediocre shot off. But it was an amazing just wire-to-wire game there. Yeah. You know, how, how did Ray look? You know, with, with, and we'll take, we'll take a look at what Ray said in a second. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, how did Ray look, Jimmy? And how, how good is this team, uh, the Miami Heat team, late in games? Well, first of all, with Ray, I thought – I know we talked about the booing and the cheering. I thought yeah. the, the the fans responded probably the way that they should have. I mean, they started with booing. They started with booing. Boo- boo- I wish they did. Yeah. I quickly drowned out by cheers, and then yeah. after that, it was all business. Like now, we're going to boo you because you are on the Heat. Yeah. The you know, well. the tribute's over. Thanks for playing. Now we. Hate they didn't boo every player on the Heat. They booed no, one player they, on the Heat, and that was right. Well, right, LeBron right. too, but no. LeBron. But I think what what Ray did today is what he's always done. I mean, he's a guy, and he didn't hit it. He didn't hit some of those threes that normally maybe he would hit. He's the guy that's going to stretch the floor. He's going to allow LeBron and Bosch and Wade to do the dirty work. And if they get into trouble or if this play is designed for Ray, they're going to kick it out to him from the corner. Yeah. So, and that's what the Celtics honestly have been missing a lot this year because Terry and, and Lee haven't been hitting those shots. And Green, you know, they're starting to play a little bit better now. But we, we all know that they haven't been hitting those shots this year. Um, I think Ray is going to be just fine in Miami. He's fine today. Like I said, a couple of big misses towards the end. But they'll still give him the ball in that situation every time. And, I mean, Doc said before the game, they're pretty much running the same stuff for Ray, the same yeah. kind of running him through screens, getting him corner threes. Not much has really changed for him, except he has guys that can draw a lot more attention away from him. So it's much harder to cover Ray. And I think we saw today that Ray didn't get the same type of really intense double teaming that he would get while he was in Boston. But uh, And so that kind of freed him up. And so even though he might be a little bit of a step slower, Geffen, he still kind of freed up a little bit more to maneuver. And he had 21 points uh, tonight. Yeah, he did. Just watching Ray Allen with this team, it's, it's scary. I remember earlier in the year that four-point play he made as LeBron drives to the lane. I, I would hate to be that defender on Ray because you just inch a bit towards LeBron, boom, right out to yeah. Ray. Give him an inch. And you just think about that in the playoffs. And it's scary to think how you can beat the Heat. Obviously, they did today. It's one thing to beat the Heat in the regular season. another thing to go seven games. Right. Uh, just, Gethin, uh before the game, you and I were sitting on the Heat bench watching Ray warming up. And you're saying that just, it's not tried. right. Yeah, I almost this tried. guy was losing him. He really was. He was just straight and everything. Yeah, he's a big guy, but he is not sound emotional. This no, guy can break I, down and cry pretty easily. <laughs> I'll cry. I'll cry in a good movie. No, you but, know what? You're, I took you as a cry. 
Yeah, no. no well, you were right. You were right. But yeah, just just watching Ray in that red and black, it's it's sad because it didn't have to be that way. You know, it it is what it is, and you move forward now. There's no going back, but it, it's still sad because it, at the time, you know, when they won the championship, it was supposed to be those three guys riding out together. Yeah. And now it's not, I and mean, it's not the big three era anymore. And especially with Rondo out, who knows what the future holds now? But it's. You have right. to wonder, real quick, sorry, but you have to wonder what's going on. Ray didn't know it at the time, but he's sitting on the heat bench, sitting pretty right now, and the Celtics, on the other hand, are struggling. They just lost Rondo. I mean, he's probably pretty happy with his decision, even though nobody else in New England is happy with it. Huh? But it was, it was kind of a interesting moment just to see both sides, what you know, how quickly things change. You know, last year at this time, not this time, but last year, the year for that, those four guys were, you know, strong. Yeah. Four guys now, there seem to be blowing up in front of our eyes. Well, Ray talked about it uh, after the game. Let's take a look. Well, <clears throat> you know, it's unfortunate, you know, um, as I had to address my situation, you know, everybody, they have their own situations that they have to take care of, and uh, we sat there and we had to decide what was best. I had to decide what was best for my family. You know, we, we circled our wagons individually, and we made a decision, so... Uh, the one thing I've learned uh, throughout the, my time as league is I, I can never tell you or another person what exactly they're going through, what they have to deal with in their situation. So, um, but yeah, I, I'll tell you, it was disappointing for us, you know, to have to go. Uh, but we had to make that decision, and um, you know, it's unfortunate. You know, we 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 love this place, we love playing here, um, but you know, circumstances presented themselves to us the way they did, and um, we had to. Yeah. All right, so I'm feeling kind of somber right now. That's kind of that's kind of painful to watch. I mean, it's just, it's amazing yeah. seeing Ray kind of talking about those kind of topics. Uh, but let's talk about a little bit of a more exciting topic, which is Baller of the Night. Uh, get in ball up with us right now. Who's your player of the game? I'm gonna say Paul Pierce. Switch. Switch. Okay. New to the program. <laughs> I'm gonna say Paul Pierce. <laughs> And it's because of that triple-double. He's shown time and time again that he can do a lot for this team when they need things. And it's not always going. He has 17 points tonight, which is about right on par with what he does all season. But he can get you those assists. He can get you those rebounds. He's the captain for a reason. My ball of night is Jeff Green. Uh, Jeff Green tonight, not because he was switching shots, but I thought his defense on LeBron James down the stretch was crucial. Uh, he was, he and the rest of the players on the court were dead tired, and you can only imagine how much harder it is to when you're when you're playing 40 plus minutes or whatever, or 41 minutes. Not only to play 40 minutes, but to be guarding LeBron James for for that amount of time is is just so much work. And he's give him credit; he had his hand in LeBron James' face. Now LeBron James is going to get his, and I know he had put up a great stat tonight, and he was the reason that he had a chance to win it. But Jeff Green did about as good of a job as anybody could on, on LeBron James down the stretch there. And I just thought that, you know, that massive dunk over Kevin Garnett and Chris Bosh aside, I thought he had a nice game today. And he's going to be one of those guys, like we talked about, that's definitely going to need to step up. All right, well, I continue to take the easy way out and go with LeBron James. I mean, you know, he's usually going to be baller of the night. Oh, sorry. Let's throw it down on this one. That was a dunk. <laughs> Couldn't tell. Uh, but, I mean, the guy, the line is ridiculous. He had three steals. And that's not even the good stuff. He had 16 rebounds in this game with seven assists and 34 points and only three turnovers. So he got seven assists and 34 points, only three turnovers in 52 minutes. That's unbelievable. Uh, and, of course, the three, the unbelievable three to send yeah. it to overtime. Yeah, the Kings, I still yeah. don't know why they let him shoot that three. 
Why didn't they foul? I, I agree. I thought they could they, they could have That's fouled the up at half fouling. court. Yeah, they could have fouled up at half court. That's what they really should have done. But, I mean, LeBron shows why he's the best in the league mm-hmm. because he just does all the things that he needs to do for everything. Everything in the stat sheet, he fills it up, at the, especially at the end of the game. And it was amazing the way that he, I mean, Ray was getting a lot of work, Wade was getting a lot of work at the end, and then when sure. they just needed to make the plays at the end, LeBron's the guy that comes through for them. LeBron, now, best player in the league. Yeah. And, you know, I, it just, yeah, I think he's the best player oh, in the wow. league. Uh, it should be important to acknowledge they did still lose the game. So, right. <laughs> I mean, they did lose the game. It doesn't feel like it. I think it's just because I, I kind of almost forgot for a second that they actually won the game <laughs> because we're just so – if you if you can't really feel it, we're all really brokenhearted by Ron, the news from Ron. Yeah, it's, hard, I mean, it's hard to be excited about this amazing win. Right. Um, it, like it took the wind out of everybody's sails. I'm, yeah. I'm glad I wasn't in the locker room to see the Celtics go from the highest of highs to lowest of lows because you can imagine what that must have been like for Doc. To, and especially for Doc, really quick, just to, to not tell the guys that that was a smart decision because yeah. I guarantee they would have lost today of knowing – that Rondo was up for the year. That's right. But for Doc to be able to coach the game and sort of put that in one half of his mind and the other half, think about the game, that says a lot about him. Shows who he is. I mean, yeah. he, he isn't considered one of the best coaches, you know. Right. For he no reason. Do that, yeah. It says a lot about him as a coach. And he, I mean, he, it's been very clear that he's been saying it's on him to try to figure out how to get this together with these guys. I think they're going to they're gonna have to come together now. You saw it. They all said that they're going to try to do it. They all have the motivation to do it because they know that they still have the talent on board to be a good playoff team. They might not be able to win a title right now. I know that they definitely think they can, and they've got the talent in place that they can make the title run. And right. well, you know, it'll be. I think it'll be very exciting to see now whether or not they can really pull it off because you've got to expect the guys that have been struggling, guys like Brandon and Green and Lee, starting to get there in right. Terry, of course. We saw it today. I thought most of those guys really set their game up today. In a weird, strange way, yeah. it could help them. And you rally around it. I mean, pull together and do the tough times. It's when you really find out who is, uh, what can we say, the plastic people melt during uh, tough times. And yeah. they're, you know, the strong people, they pull together and they see if they can overcome the Rondo injury. And, you know, another half of the season to go. So there's plenty of time for anything to happen. So, so I'm assuming Rondo's not starting the All-Star game now. Kyrie, baby. That's right. It's Kyrie time. Kyrie uh, LeBron, that's what right. That's right. And it's, it's wrap up time for us. We're guessing Cool Bond, Jimmy Toscano. My name is Jared Weiss. This is the Garden Report. Celtics win 100 to 98 in double overtime.